I'll tell you what I want us to do. I, I am going to read from the book of St. Luke chapter 15 and, uh, and start in verse 4. But when I get going, I don't want to stop. Right. And uh, so why don't we just lift up our hands and thank God for the word we're fixing to receive. And then you may be seated and, and we'll go from there, shall we? God, I, I want to thank you tonight for your love and your mercy, your, your goodness and your kindness. And God, I, I, I just know, God, that you've walked in again tonight. I believe, God, that you have spoken to us. Uh, and I'm asking, God, now that you would anoint my mind and my, my lips of clay and my heart, God, that I, I can deliver what I feel uh, in the spirit here tonight. Uh, and, God, I am believing uh, that lives are going to leave here changed and transformed uh, by your spirit uh, and your power. And, God, we're going to give you the glory, the praise, and the honor uh, that's due unto your holy uh, and precious name let's clap our hands unto the Lord and thank him for that which he's fixing to do uh, in this house tonight and you may be seated in Jesus name uh, if, if it's okay I'm going to have them dim the lights a little bit in the auditorium and uh uh, you can go ahead and do that now. Let me see what it looks like to me from here. Is is that okay with the congregation here? Is that is that okay? I I don't want to I don't want to run nobody off and uh, you know it, no, no, nothing spooky. I just uh, you, you'll understand here in a minute. And uh, I, I would also ask after service tonight. I'm I'm going to have to have some folks help me pick some things up. If you want them, you can have them. Sister uh, Sister T J. Uh, uh, just just give her five dollars and that'll help my bill out and and I would appreciate that it, It's for the girls college fund. I believe so you, you'll understand here in a minute With that said, let me preach to you in Luke chapter 15 and verse 4 The scripture said what man of you having a hundred sheep? if he lose one of them Does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. I want to ask the question, is there anybody you know that needs to come back to the house of God? Is there anybody that you know that needs God more than anything else uh, in this world? Uh, and I've come to ask you, what are we going to do about it this week? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors and, and saying unto them, Rejoice for me, with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. You know why he's here tonight? He's here to save the one that needs him. It's my obligation uh, to walk in uh, and to praise his name. Uh, but his obligation uh, is to seek uh, and to save uh, that which is lost. 
Can I slow down just a little bit here tonight? Several years ago, there was a man felt his call to preach. Had trouble in his family. Lost his wife. She took their daughter. And away she went across country. Somehow, some way, it was more than what he could take. Now, I'm not here to judge today. I'm just simply saying, don't ever tell somebody else how to walk. If you've never walked a mile in their shoes. Now, now, I'm not giving anybody a license to backslide, but... Sometimes there's things that come folks' way. God only knows how you and I would react and respond if it was us. For several years, this man, nobody heard anything of him. Didn't know where he was. Didn't know what he was doing. He had left the church, left his ministry. But one day, an old friend who was still preaching, he said, I got down on my knees. And his name came to my mind. And I got to praying. God saved my friend. God, wherever he is, whatever's taking place, God, get a hold of him. Turn him around. I know it ain't been easy, but I know you're able, God. He said the days turned into weeks uh, and the weeks into months, uh, and I couldn't get away from it. Uh, I kept calling his name. He said, I got news. There was a man that was playing in in the bars somewhere around Chicago. And he was going under a pseudonym. And he said, I I felt God say, that's him. He said, I prayed and fasted, drove around Chicago, finally found out where this man was. And he said, "I, I went into that show that night. Now I know, oh, you folks don't go there. It all depends on what the mission is. Hey, he said, I walked in and he said, the moment he started singing, playing the guitar, I knew it was him. And he said, I waited until he had got through with his show and it went backstage. And he said, when I did, I got up and I walked backstage and I walked into the room where he was and he said, I embraced him and said, God said, it's time to come home. He broke down and we began to pray and God got a hold of him and filled him with the Holy Ghost. What was it? It was one lost sheep that needed somebody uh, to reach out. Uh, I'm preaching to somebody. Uh, I don't care how far you've gone. Uh, God is still uh, in the saving business. Woo! Somebody hear me. Uh, it's time uh, to come back home.
one lost sheep. One lost sheep. And God said, come home. The word of God then tells us, verse 8, either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle, and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. For I have found the peace which I had lost. I come to declare tonight uh, that the sheep uh, was lost outside the sheepfold. But the coin uh, was lost in the house. I want to know when's the last time uh, we've seen a saint uh, that got upset uh, about a coin uh, that was lost uh, from their life. God, somebody help me preach here a little while. Second Kings chapter 22. If you read those first few verses, Josiah became king when he was eight years old. You read down the first few verses there, you'll find that whenever he was 18, something stirred up within him. Why? Because the word of God had got lost in the house of God. Why, why is it? It doesn't trouble us anymore if we're not apostolic Pentecostal. My God, somebody help me here. <laughs> why, why is it uh, we can just go through church anymore uh, and it doesn't matter anymore? Uh, I want to tell Anderson, uh, not every place I go is Anderson. Ah, and I thank God uh, we've got a man uh, and a precious bishop here uh, that is standing up here uh, proclaiming the word uh, and yet uh, if we're not careful uh, as the saints of God uh, we can lose uh, that uh, which we have uh, in his house Historians say that these coins was a dowry that the bride was going to give to the groom on their marriage. She was going to present it unto that precious beloved. <laughs> Some of us would look at it and say, uh, nine out of ten ain't bad. <laughs> Mom Bingham, do you remember an old song? I ain't heard it in a long time. But it says, I'm striving for a hundred. 
Oh, God, did you hear what she said? Ninety-nine and a half won't do. I'm preaching to some folks in this house. Some of us have lost a coin. And tonight, God is telling us, you better get the light out. You better get the broom out. Because 99 and a half won't do. Lift up your hands and love him with me tonight. There was a coin that was missing. I said there was a coin that was missing. Come on. And you know what? <laughs> I want somebody to understand. She didn't want to stand. Woo! Before I'd almost shut out of my eye that precious one that she was going to marry. She understood she had to have all of the coins because 99 and a half won't do. And I come to preach to somebody any ability or talent or call that we have on our life that is lacking. Folks, I'm telling somebody you don't want to stand before God in that situation. What could we do in Anderson if we'd all come together and give everything that we have unto God. I want to tell somebody, if you've lost your worship, you need to get it back tonight. If you've lost your love for the house of God, you need to get that love back tonight. If there's anything that's lacking, come on somebody, you need to run up here and grab that coin and say, I refuse to let it be lost any longer. Let's love him together, church. Come on. How many folks, how many folks 
get upset if somebody else is laboring in the kingdom of God. It's a shame when you've got, you've got to be afraid of what you tell somebody of what God's doing for you. And it's a crying shame in our churches when we got individuals that said, I used to do that job. And I did a better job. Then I'm asking somebody, what happened? Because I come to say uh, the gifts and the calling of God uh, are without repentance. I'm talking to the church tonight. God has called some of us uh, to fulfill uh, positions in this church. Uh, What are you waiting on? Or no spirit of bitterness. Why are they always up front? Probably because they're willing to work. Man, it, it, it looks like I'm losing half my congregation now. What? Why do we do it that way? Looks like to me it's happening. Well, you know, why can't we go back to driving the Model A and T? Because I don't want to. I don't know about you. But I like air conditioning. Come on, somebody. My God, Brother St. Clair is preaching the truth uh, in this house. I can't help it. Oh, if you don't like everything, why don't you just get behind them and let's have church. My God, some of us have lost the coin that God has given to us because we're worried about frivolous things. Well, I'm, I'm better than they are. How many, how many times? Whew, now, I don't have a dog in the fight here, so don't. How many times? Have I had parents tell me how good their children are? I had a pastor tell me how good his daughter was and she's fixing to lead the praise and worship in our church 
My God, she couldn't carry a tune in a 50-gallon drum. Why is it we got folks that want to do something they can't do? Oh, just hang on. Uh, come on, somebody. My God, don't lie to me. Don't lie to your kids. Somebody help me here. Somebody help me here. If you ain't got musical talent, you ain't got it. And sometimes we just pacify folks. Because we know if we tell them the truth, they'll leave the church. And folks get upset. I don't know about you, but we got to remember where he brought us from. And I'm telling somebody, <laughs> we're all going to meet the bridegroom. And I don't want to stand there with only nine out of ten. I don't want to stand there knowing there was more that God had than what I acknowledge. Matthew 7 and 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And he'll say, depart from me. Why? Because they lost that coin along the way that God had given them to abuse in the kingdom. I'm preaching to somebody. Hear me. God is calling. Don't lose what you got. Let me ask you. If you lost your position, would you be back Sunday morning? My God, it's quiet in here. I have wrestled with God all day long, and I normally don't do that. But I understood the fact that some of us are lost in the house. I said, God told me to tell somebody, you're lost in the house. And we're all going to stand before our maker and creator and bridegroom. And I don't know about you, but I'm telling somebody, we ain't going to hear the words, well done, if we've not done well. And I'm telling somebody, you ought to be up here picking up that coin and saying, I refuse to meet him without it. Amen. 
Somebody hear me. It's not your position in the church that defines how spiritual you are. It's your daily walk with God that makes that distinction. And I'm telling somebody, we need some folks to fall on their face and get everything right with God tonight. I don't believe we backslide overnight. First, we get lost in the house. Are we hearers and not doers? Are we members but not saints? I'm preaching to somebody here. Let not my ministry, let not my talent, let not that which God has given me get lost in the house. Somebody needs to get the light out. Somebody needs to get the broom and start sweeping. Come on. I got to find it. I got to have it. I believe I'm not. Where I need to be without it. Somebody hear me. Somebody ought to get the light. God's been dealing with somebody about teaching some Sunday school classes. God's been teaching and dealing with somebody about bus ministry. He's been dealing with somebody about Bible studies. And I'm telling everyone in this house, we can all be an altar worker. But what's happened to that? If we can't all shine in the limelight. God been dealing with somebody about the preaching. When you gonna fulfill it? Come on. I come to tell somebody if I gotta be a cleaner. In the house of God, let me be the best cleaner there's ever been. If I'm going to be a doorkeeper, don't let me get upset. My God, let me be the best doorkeeper that this church has ever had. If 
Folks, I think we need to have a prayer meeting here tonight. And some of us need to gather up. We need to gather up that coin of ministry and of help that God has given unto us. And my God, we need to meet our pastor this week and say, my God, I'm going to do something like I've never done it before. Come on, church. I believe God has spoken. I believe God is walking. And somebody needs to get up, get that light, get that broom, and let's find that which we have lost in his house. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, saints. God's talking to somebody. Adam and Eve, they lost what they had in a garden. But I've come to tell somebody that which was lost in a garden was also found in a garden. For our Lord and Savior begin to pray, not my will, but thine be done. Tonight somebody needs to fall on their face and begin to cry out, not my will, not my will, but thine be done. I wonder if Judas had this chance again, what he would do on this Wednesday night. I wonder about those that have left this church in days gone by that have gone off into eternity. If they had this chance tonight, would I have to beg them to come and pick up that coin that they lost? I believe they'd come running from the depths of hell. And tonight I'm asking each and every one that's here, come on, let's get up out of that seat. Let's make our way to this front. And let's find that place in the garden where we can pray and say, God, not my will, but thine be done. God has dealt with some of you. And if you're not careful, 20 years from now, you're going to wood to God. You had obeyed him on this night when he spoke to your soul and he called your name. Come on, church. There ought to be a sound of travail that rings through this house on this Wednesday night. Because I'm telling somebody, 99 and a half won't do. I'm telling somebody, 9 out of 10 won't work. Come on, young people. Come on, moms and dads. Come on, grandparents. Come on, dad. Where have you let down? What have you been all upset about? 
Your family's riding on your decision. What will it be? Will you fall in that altar and pray? Not my will. Lost in the house. Somebody be honest with me. Has God been dealing with you? And I know he has. Has he been talking to you? And what are we waiting on? 